0: Welcome back, guys, to Three BM. You got Kevin and Gene here.
1: Hey, welcome back to Three BM, guys. Where we are equipping men to find a purpose and calling so they can glorify God. Gene, what's the episode we getting into today? Oh man, I think we're gonna talk about doubting God. Doubting God, okay. And what? And what aspect? As far as doubting God.
0: Uh, so we're talking a little bit about the deconstructivism movement that's going on and why people are walking away from their faith and what that looks like.
1: Okay, like men in particular, you, you I assume. Like why men are walking yeah, away from men, their faith. Yeah, yeah.
0: Men, men in particular. We're always talking about men.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: not, not, not to throw those shade on our women. We yeah. love you guys men, out there. Women are important too, but yes. the, the, the focus here is definitely on the guy. Um, for
1: sure, for sure. Before we jump into that, I just want to remind you guys that here at 3BM, one of our main goals is to build community. And the main ways you can do that is either to hit us up on our hotline at 816-239-0410 or you can email us at 3BM at d7lp.com. Also, we are all on all social media platforms. You could just search three PM 3BM 3 or D the, the Building Block of Biblical Manhood. And lastly, don't forget to hit that notification bell so you can stay up to date with all our new and upcoming episodes. Um just to jump just to jump off this discussion that Jeannie and I are having here, um about deconstructivism and, and about doubting God and, and um and I know we come from two different perspectives. Just to start yeah. off, I know of, I didn't grow up in the church. I, I became a believer when I was like 18-ish, and, and you grew up in the church, right?
0: Yeah, so I've, I've gone to church my entire life, up until probably I had a hiatus when I was like between 15 and 18, yeah. where I, I didn't really go. Uh, so for the most part, I was at church every Sunday, every Wednesday night.
1: Yeah, you, you, was, you was on the deacon meetings, you was on the usher board, no, you was on the, on the, days the days, Thursday
0: but, night uh, meeting but. and
1: choir practice on Saturday. For sure, and and before jumping jump into this, the catalyst to the discussion Jeannie and I had was that far as uh, doubting God and why is okay to doubt God, um, it really started with us reading the statistics from where where is this from? This is from um. the Arizona Christian University. They did an article, and we'll link the descriptions in the in the in the show notes. of It's called "The Decline Christianity Leads to Dramatic U.S. Religious Realignment." And some statistics was eye-popping to us. Go with
0: those us. 90s stats first, Kevin. Which
1: ones? The, the, the statistics?
0: It, yeah, just the stats in the 90s. We'll give them those numbers first, but then we'll give them Here the it days.
1: is. It says it says that the belief in the... This is the first one that blew me away. It says, belief in the existence of God as an all-knowing, all-powerful, creative universe who still rules the world today. Um, in 1991, it was 86% of people believed that in America. Can you believe that?
0: In nineties, I could see it.
1: Yes, this, this this one this one Bush Bush Daddy was the president. You know,
0: <laughs>
1: Bef- before we I didn't have sex relation with that woman. Situation I would, happened.
0: I would be curious if that was really true, but I'm not surprised by the the number.
1: Eighty six and ninety one. Okay, cool. This this when Madonna was running the streets. But anyhow, when in um down in forty. 40- That's my point.
0: Like, there's some <laughs> things going on, right? That I would be like, hmm. Right. But I can't know somebody's heart, so I can't say for sure. For sure. For
1: sure. For sure. It, was 80, it was 86% in 1991. In 2021, it was 46%. It's half of that got chopped in half.
0: So you think we got more honest in 30
1: years? Or- <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's possible. People ain't lying no more. <laughs> he lost to the streets. All right. But... um. Yeah, I don't know. That's, that's a great question. Like, those statistics, you know, I mean, the, ne- the next one that jumped out to me is that it's talking about belief that the Bible is the accurate and reliable word of God. Catch this. In, this, in 1991, it was 70%. Well, I'm, I'm trying
0: to figure out how 86% Believe that God was all knowing, all powerful, but only seventy mm-hmm. percent of those same people said. But think, but also, also think about that. That's funny to me. And then, and then, uh, we lost sixteen percent somewhere along. No, no, it, like, it, like, no, God's 90- all knowing, but His word's not right. His word,
1: right? And forty and now that's down to forty one percent in two thousand and twenty one. That's wild. But it's
0: um, so all the same. So the same margins of error. Yes, so in yes. Years we lost about the same amount of people.
1: But mind you, this these these are 1991. The person probably taking this test was probably our our, our parents who was taking this. Test. We were if you're a millennial, millennials was born at 85. Yeah. So you're probably like what six years. You're not taking no. No, no Pew no, Research it wasn't Center
0: test, huh? It wasn't, it wasn't me. I didn't take the survey. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I was one years old when this came out. Oh, man. The next one says belief that when they die, they will go to heaven only because they had confessed their sins and accept Jesus Christ as their savior. That was 39% in, oh, and back in 2011. Now that's down to 30% in 2021.
0: So that's not as bad. In a twenty-year span, we only lost nine percent.
1: Yeah, it's pretty bad. Well, okay, I mean, I mean,
0: the, I'm just saying the trajectory this, is not good, son. <laughs> I'm just saying the scope of a 40 percent loss versus nine percent. It's not good. Um, a downward spiral is never a good, a good stat. For sure,
1: the last one here,
0: it says this adult. This one really threw me for a loop. Why? Why? Why did? Why did it throw you? One, one the beginning stat and then the Okay, let me right read now, let me read it. Like,
1: <laughs> all right. Adult possessing a biblical worldview was twelve percent in ninety five and six percent two thousand and twenty one. You said that went through you. Why?
0: Well, first off, the twelve percent in ninety five become like in, in ninety one we had eighty six percent people, so that God was the all knowing, mm. powerful creator of the universe. So like That's real. What happened to those eighty six percent dwindled all the way down to 12, nah. <laughs> just four years later and it, saying that they possessed the a worldview, like or they just said, Well we do believe there is a God and He's all powerful and He's the creator and He rules the world today. However Right. But you know I, what I'm not interested in in viewing the world through his lens. That's that's but in the same scope of that, you had seventy percent of the people that believed that his word that the Bible was accurate and reliable word of God. So so seventy percent, eighty six percent, and we all the way down to twelve. I'm like, what happened? Where's you, the disconnect? You know,
1: you know, what I think the disconnect is I think that uh, having a belief of who God is is put into practice and action in in your your perspective, in your worldview of your life. So it's like when it, they probably was asking them questions that was more pertaining to like practical life stuff. And they, they realize, like, y'all don't have a biblical worldview. Y'all don't have a... Yeah. <laughs> y'all say this, but y'all don't have a biblical worldview. Yeah. Let's be real. But that got chopped down even down to 6%. Um, I think it's real. And... and
0: yeah. I yeah. mean, that, and that's scary to, when you think about it. Because, one, we're down to 46% in 2021. We're saying... About that, what? That, that they believe that God was was and is the creator of the universe and was yeah. all powerful. And now we only have 6% of people that have a biblical worldview. Yeah. And, and put that in perspective. I'm gonna have to do some math while we're on the side here. But, but I had I had a
1: question why why you do the math
0: like five five billion people in the world and six percent of the in the, in the state. So we have what three hundred thirty five million. Yeah, Americans.
1: I don't know how I don't know how much it was back in ninety one. But uh, but what, what well, I'm reading
0: 2021.
1: So that's true. What I'm what I'm reading for this, but this is a difference in belief among generations, though, because predominantly here, 2021, they're they're speaking to millennials, and um. And then back in ninety one, they're speaking to who? Who's the generation? Who's your our parents' generation? Is that Gen? The baby boomers? No, the one after baby baby boomers. Gen Gen X, Gen Y. I don't know what they. I don't who who come up gen, with this gen stuff. Generation X. I yeah, Generation think. X. You know D, 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 DWX, You know from from X Pot and <laughs> Kevin Ash and the boys. You know, D Generation X. But um, that but that shows just a clear demarcation between our parents' generation and us. I don't even want to know what the stats are for Generation Z in this. <laughs> I don't I don't even want to know. It's probably going to be worse yeah, for if I'm if I'm doing my nieces and nephews out here.
0: So I'll put it in perspective. That means in 2021 we went from, and I don't I don't know the exact amount of like the population. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna arbitrarily say the population was the same. Yeah. In '95 as it is today, which we know is not true, but we'll just pretend, right? And so 335 million people in the country, only 20 million people had a biblical worldview and yeah. yeah man I mean it's, it, the, the numbers don't don't make sense you know what I mean the 20 million people 20 yeah. million people yeah just all of us the, out of 335 millions
1: the, the question is what, what happened between your our parents generation and our generation it's like that, it's literally like 50% less than what it was before
0: yeah man I think I think it's the decline of, of, of truth like cause in the last what is it, probably 10 15 years we've had the, the the ideology of like whatever do whatever you want to do believe whatever you want to believe like whatever's okay. good for you is good for you and like yeah everybody do their own thing like it's like a perversion of christianity right in a sense of like we're all sinners and but god loves us anyways like yeah yeah but not not so much that you get to just do whatever you want to do like that's not that's not the whole premise of christianity is like yeah. Yeah, and I I agree. And and I'm, I'm curious you know, to hear the woman at the well, you know, yeah. go go and sit no more. Not like fuck you wild out. That was fine. <laughs> like, just, is, just do you yeah. just do you yeah, I for sure like come back whenever you're thirsty and I'll, I'll make right. sure you have something to drink, but on the on the flip, just do whatever you want. Like right.
1: and I'm curious to hear you guys' perspective who are listening to this. Hit us up at our on our on our, 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 our hotline at 410 or email us at three BM at D seven lpcom You know, we yeah. love to hear a perspective. One, one, one thing they actually talked about in the article, which is interesting. It's, it's like the three don'ts that he mentioned. He said one of the reasons why it's the way it is, is that uh, the decline is, he realized from this article is, is it's the three don'ts. Let me see if I can find it. It says, he says the don'ts are people who say they don't know. It was all about this Christianity stuff. What are you talking about? Um, don't care. Or, don't believe that God exists, and um, and I thought that was very interesting, you know, as far as like they, those three don'ts, and and that's what we see nowadays. I remember me not growing up in a church; those were, I what wh- did I fall in those three? Um, probably don't care. Probably was there. Um, any yeah, people who don't know? I did believe that God exists because the the rappers I grew up listening to they always mentioned God in their songs, so it was like more of a cultural thing. Yeah. You're like DMX, Tupac you know um, Nas you know um, Biggie no Biggie didn't talk about God that much but these are the people I listened to growing up they always talk especially Tupac you know I was. he always talked about God in some essence so I was like yeah it's a God so I was more like a, a person that believed that there's a higher power but I didn't really subscribe to one thing so I think there's a lot of people there you that's, know? A,
0: that's an interesting perspective too to think about like you have all these cultural icons I mentioned God yeah right yeah. and like do they believe like like somebody had brought this up, uh, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes after they won, the the Chiefs won the AFC Championship the other day. Yeah. And he said, "Oh, all, all glory to God." Is like the first thing he said, right? Right, right. Right after the the first interview.
1: What you you your eyebrow like hmm
0: I didn't raise an eyebrow but somebody have I was like oh that's cool he, like my first initial reaction is like, oh, yeah. oh I'm i appreciate him giving a first shout out to God like right there in the in the yeah flip right but then somebody was like. Yeah, but remember when they won the Super Bowl? He was out here at the parade. <laughs> he was wilding, going crazy, and right. like, so is is he is he a believer? Is he not a believer? And like, well, I don't know, Paterno, so I can't I can't speak to that. Uh, right. Then some
1: people would say, why is it why is it wrong for him to be pissy drunk at a parade? Yeah, and like, like it's what, what where is the the incongruency between him being pissy drunk and him being a believer? So why, why, that, that was why, four
0: years ago, so I can't yeah. say what happened in the four years. He may now be a believer and then he wasn't like i But even then
1: that. why 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 is that a problem then some people would say <clears throat> why why is why is, is, is why two things can't be true
0: well if he's not a believer it's not a problem right? okay if he's not a believer then that, no that's if, his, if he said he's right. a
1: believer then why why is but that a if problem he,
0: if he is a believer him acting that way is not indicative of his faith like the Bible tells us not not to be drunkards. So, okay. so if the Bible tells us not to be drunkards. And mm-hmm. you out here being a drunkard, then that's yeah. indicative of it, <laughs> you no, call, it's it's cultural the cultural counter. I'm not
1: you know, laughing right? when you say like you say drunkard. I just got like a, a 14th century dude on the side <laughs> yeah. of the street, just like <laughs> that's how what Patrick was, Mike. But okay,
0: but, like, but that, right, like it it sends the the false narrative, right? Because mm-hmm. like what Christ told us to do is be good witnesses, right? Okay, and so perception is is everything so okay. if people perceive you to be one way that's how you are and nothing right. you nothing you say is going to change that right right Uh it makes me think of like when uh shiloh labeouf when he came out uh, as who uh, the the actor shiloh labeouf who's that um uh, i'm trying to think of like i can't think of a movie he's been in but
2: he was shallow like,
0: i know he was like in in disney stuff and then he like kind of made it more to mainstream but anyway uh he he came out and said he was a christian and yeah, when he did it, he was dropping f bombs and all this stuff. I <laughs> f and believe in God, and all this, you know? and, right? And people were like, mm-hmm. "I'm like, oh, he just got, he just converted, you know?" <laughs> so, yeah, like, yeah, he's he he f- he fresh but. off the streets. <laughs> so. He was lost to the streets, and now he's like, he's it, back. Like, yeah, people had issue with that, right? Because they're like, yeah, I'm not seeing like a, a repentant heart. I'm not seeing a change. Yeah, in who you are,
1: but I I I, th- I think that goes. Reason why I, I'm gonna ask for a clarification. Not because I disagree, but because I think that goes back to the people who say they don't know about God. We just all we've seen growing up from my my parents' generation and different things is like the idea of like the don'ts. Don't do this, don't do that, this is wrong. Don't don't say this. Don't be in public acting this way. You know, and, and it kind of remind me. I remember like me not growing up in the church, but I remember sometime going to my auntie my aunt's house, and and she was like a church fanatic. We used to go all the time. I remember I don't know how many times I lied not to go to church. I went to extreme measures, bro. I remember one time it was one Sunday. I was over there. I said I do not want to go to church, so I got me a whole bunch of packet of ketchup. But I digress. That's that's like a whole other story. <laughs> but the, I remember going to church, right, and seeing these people that were so super religious who was telling me, don't do this, don't do that. And they was like, after church, cussing at each other. Like, just cut loose. I was like, hold up. Like, these are the same people that tell me not to do this, and they're doing this. So it was like the hypocrisy to me, in many ways, that's kind of pushed me. And I might say all Christians are hypocrites. You know, if you be real, we all are hypocrites, whether you're a that's Christian or non-believer. Yeah. Let's be real. Let's keep it a buck. But I'm but it was like for me, it was like you are the people that's saying to not do this and yet you're doing this. And that kind of pushed me away from the church. So it's like Yeah,
0: but, I mean so, that's, but, that's but, that Sunday but, but, the Sunday afternoon crowd, right? That, that people yeah. say like, oh, you, you go to church and, and praising Jesus one hour, and then the next hour right. you're over here beating up on a server at the restaurant. Because, right, right. You ain't tipping. Because the the, the bread right. the free bread wasn't out fast enough. I'm right? trying like, I'm t- saying <laughs> how how are you
1: gonna how are you gonna tip the strip of the night before and not tip the the waiter that's feeding you the food. I digress, but I'm just saying. <laughs> but but it but it was the fact of like they tell telling us to do this, don't do that, wear this, sound like that. And it was like we was conforming to like religion. And but it's like I never understood the why. So my that's why my question to you was like why like, like you said that God says that we shouldn't be drunkards in, like, why God God said the scripture that we should not be drunk in public, and why God said it's not for right for us to drop f bombs in public. Like, what's the why behind that, rather than just not what we should not do because said in the scripture?
0: Yeah, so I mean, Christ was talking about like one, like I talked about our witness, like mm-hmm. like a perception. So like. One of the reasons that people had a problem with Christ, right, is because he was perfect. He didn't do anything wrong. Right. You know, think about that. Like, you have somebody, like, they seem to do everything right. That annoys you, right? Like, True. <laughs> because you're yeah. like, I make mistakes. And so I don't want to be confronted with somebody that's not making mistakes. Right. But the the, the reverse of that is when we make mistakes, we automatically hold that against you. So it's like, oh, Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. shallow buff. I see you Still out here drinking, shallow buff is. See but, you out right. here cursing and yeah. but yet here you are praising God. So mm. you cannot be somebody different. So that's man. That's a man thing. That's yeah, not yeah. a God thing. Yeah. That's man trying to put themselves in the throne of judgment. Like I, I said that I said this earlier, like I don't know their hearts, right? I can't, yeah. can't know their hearts, so I don't I can't. Judge them one, Forgetting knowing place. their hearts
1: I don't even know Who Shallow the buff is Who is
0: who is this guy But like I don't know them Like like I know you Like I know you But, yeah. I, like, but I still don't know your heart So right. I, all I can have Is an outward projection Of what you say Right And so like Alright right, If what you say And what you do Don't match up Then
1: mm-hmm.
0: One of them is not true
1: No I, I see what you're saying far right. as, as far so as if as if you're like Character yeah If
0: you're just a good person And then But you're also like I don't believe in God
1: Yeah
0: One I'm like first like where where do you derive that you're a good person from mm. without without some kind of moral yeah. compass yeah you know, teacher anything?
1: why why yeah like you can be Jesus does, where yeah where does that
0: where does that come from yeah. and secondarily is that like is that for show yeah like you're good for public the public eye so that we think you're good right you know that makes me think of like the serial killer when they get caught and the neighbor's like he was such a nice guy like <laughs> i didn't know bob had to yeah, sit up like but but actually he wasn't a nice guy right <laughs> you know what it remind,
1: remind me of it remind me of that uh you ever you ever see that uh that uh it, it's not a meme it was it turned into a song you know it's, they have like the news anchors like uh what's what's the name sweet brown anybody got time for that it was, remember it was like oh, yeah. it, it was like a slew of videos yeah, yeah. it was one dude right speaking yeah. about the guy who cooked barbecue it was one black dude he was talking to the the news anchor. He was talking about how he was eat barbecue with the guy next door, and I know he had like somebody locked up in there. He said, "I knew something was wrong when a white girl ran into a black man's arms." Dead giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's that's what that yep. reminded me up. Yep. Dead giveaway.
0: <laughs> Dead giveaway. That was, yeah, and it's true, right? But like, but it's not just non-believers that had that, right? So like, yeah. you not growing up in a church, you had that. That problem, but like, this is the same problem. Like, I grew up in a church, and like, and I talked about this in a in in an episode before. Like, if my salvation, like, why did I, my journey to becoming a Christian, yeah, was I first got baptized when I was six, and and professed faith when I was six years old, not because I believed it, but because the church I attended at the time had a Halloween deal, and they they literally had a pretend. Ambulance ride and pretend yeah. the hospital, and then all of a sudden you die in the hospital, and you go to the into the sanctuary, and they had it set up like it was judgment throne. Yeah. And somebody was playing God, and they cast judgment on you. you either went to heaven, <laughs> or went to hell, and they literally right. had people dressed up in, in devil suits coming. Just run through the crowd. Through and not run through the crowd but the they took, took somebody away. Yeah. Like oh you didn't make it and they came and and they took them and dragged them off and then there's right. red lights over here and then there's yellow lights Man. over here and then some people went to heaven right. Mm-hmm. And and I was with my dad. Imagine mm. I'm six years old. I'm with my dad, and I'm yeah. like, no, he doesn't go. And they tell, and then the devils come and take him away. And that <laughs> at six years old I freaked out. I, was like, I don't want to go to hell. Whatever I got to do. Right, know? right, right. Like so. That wasn't because I had any reverence for God or I even really believe anything. I just strictly was out of. A fear of hell Right I just was like no, nope, I'm good son I'm not going to hell Like whatever it you takes You need me to do right?
1: you, you mean drink this wine Or this bread Or dip my it, toes In this water it also oh.
0: creates In growing up in the church Is it creates a false Nomenclature of like Well I'm not a serial killer I'm not a murderer I'm not a mm. rapist I'm not uh, A drunk A public kind of guy Right I'm, This that and this and that So like Yeah I may look at Pornography here and there Yeah I may yeah. You know Uh, You know I may uh cheat a little bit on my taxes I may right. uh, get, get
1: free cable you're, you're, yeah. yeah with a Roku I, stick yeah
0: I may be a, a dick to the server when I'm out to eat or whatever the case right mm-hmm. but like oh that's not really like a sin like that so it's yeah. it's not that big of a deal right I say a few, few curse words here and there or whatever the case may be and like that that nomenclature of like it's funny to me. You know what it really made me think of, like, and I thought of this in the past, right? I'm like John the Baptist. I'm just in the, in the, in the wilds, and I'm just acting <clears throat> crazy and just doing my thing. Yeah. But, like, even John had to, like, submit to Christ. Like, he had to look at that and go, oh, like, I have to dial back.
1: <laughs> no, for sure. He said, yeah. You know, when soon Christ came on the scene, he had to, definitely had to step back. You know, interesting to me, you said that you... In essence, I gave you wanting to become a Christian because you was afraid of going to hell. And the interesting thing about this article as well, towards the end, it says that one number that hasn't changed, this is from the article we read earlier, Americans generally reject the idea of going to hell or some place of eternal torment after death. Currently, just 2% of Americans believe they will experience hell after they die. That That figure has fluctuated for a grand total between 1% and 2%. For the past forty years, that's interesting to me. Why do you think that's the case? So there's other statistics across those two generations: Generation X, Millennials, and Gen Zs, what have you. It's like vastly different, but on that one there, it's pretty much the same.
0: You know, you know it is interesting because, like, what doesn't surprise me that now it's still two percent because no one even believes in God anymore. And- mm. In everything, so if you don't believe in God, why would you believe in hell? Right. But like, how did the, before that? Like, mm-hmm. how did you still? How did you believe in all this stuff? if You didn't believe in hell, right? Um, no, they, uh, they, no. It
1: said they, they believe that they won't be going to hell. They reject the idea of going to hell.
0: Yeah, or or some place of eternal torment after death. So it's like that. And maybe I'm not correct on this, but the, the ideology gives me that, like, they don't believe in hell. There, there is no eternal torment. Like, mm-hmm. like, because they don't want to grasp that. They, you know what it really boils down to is humanity wants a lack of consequence for our action, right? We, we, we look at, like, the facts and, like, I look at just what's going on in society today and I'm like, you know what? Like, every, every problem we're facing is because people don't want to face the problem of what they created. So like accountability. Yeah. You don't want to man up like, mm-hmm. oh, why do you want to have an abortion? Because you don't want to be a parent. Mm. But you you were fine doing the action that led to becoming a parent. Mm. But all of a sudden, now that you're pregnant, now you want to just say, oh, my mm-hmm. body, my choice. Well, you already made the choice. Mm.
1: Who, who who, you talking about, people who stormed the Capitol or people at the abortion clinic?
0: I'm, I'm talking about in general, like yeah. in general sense, like we don't my body, take- my choice. I you know that uh, the January six people like yeah whether or not you agree with them or disagree with them at the end of the day like if they go to jail don't go to jail like mm-hmm. whatever happens in that is what happens in that you have to take the consequence of the action you decided to take
1: no but they they're patriots Gene. that's what that's what a lot of people at but, Congress but Congress, I'm not talking
0: about patriots and, and I don't want to get into that right <laughs> what, what, what I don't want to get into that because by, we're talking by, by about church. Christianity in essence, yeah what I'm talking about is the the lack of consequence right right like. We don't take whether, accountability for our actions. I like, whether I like the consequence or not doesn't change that there's a consequence for your action. Facts. Yeah. Good or bad. Yeah. Facts. Good or bad. There it just is. And so yeah. every action, you know, that that's science, right? Every action. Every, every action, there is a reaction. Right. We know that. That's the truth. Yeah. Now, but now what we're trying to say is that, well, sometimes there's not a reaction
2: mm-hmm.
0: or I get to control the reaction, which is... Is also not true. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, right? Like I, if I say something crazy, like if I literally said something racist right now, I have zero control of how you're gonna feel about that.
1: Yeah, you can't. You can decide how someone like, reacts. Yeah, for uh, sure. But
0: I could be like, but, but, Gavin, like, you know me. We're brothers. Like, yeah, I'm not racist. But like, yeah, you shouldn't have said that. Right. <laughs> like,
1: no. Like, I if, agree.
0: I, if I, but I have to own that, right? Like, right. I have to own that. So like. And I, what I find amusing is like we live in a time of cancer culture, all these things, and it's like, what is that derivative of? Like, we don't want to say anything because anything yeah. is perceived as something that somebody doesn't like. You
1: but- know, that's interesting because we we're talking <clears throat> about a topic of deconstructivism and, and, and doubting God and why uh, uh, why should we doubt God or believe God. I think now, in a lot of ways, it's like on the other side of the pendulum. What I mean by that is that I think some of the reasons why people who, are, who were believers like you who, like, for a dialect like you, I'm talking about people who was in the church who aren't, who aren't part of the church anymore or they're leaving the church in droves um, was the fact that back in the day it was that if you don't conform to what we say, how you should dress, what you think, this this ideal of what we think it should be to be a Christian, you're done. Like, we're not going to cancel you. It, it's like it's, it's like back in the days where if somebody had a mental health issue that they threw you in the basement of the church and you just had to be down there because you didn't conform to what society wanted So it's the idea of that you weren't, you weren't a cultural Christian. You didn't, you didn't look or depart, or you didn't sound depart as a Christian. So oh, you're
0: not wearing a three piece suit on Sunday.
1: Yeah, That's so not love God. Right? Exactly, exactly, So it's like what it means to be a Christian is what what it what it this idealism of what Christianity was. So now it's side another side of the pendulum. As Christianity has lost sway in our society, and our culture, clearly by these numbers, other forces have arrived, and now they're the kid, big kids on the block, and they're determining what is acceptable not acceptable it's like the the bully has become the bullier it's, it's like you. I've been bullied this long now I'm gonna be this way and that's human nature like people who are in power suddenly, suddenly people who are in power they actually don't abuse that power and, and they give it up to somebody else it's true so, but
0: I think it also comes down to like a, when you take away the truth mm-hmm. what are you left with
1: whatever 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 is true for you is you're true just, for you
0: you're just left with lies right like i saw so, I so, if, if yeah. i take away the truth there's nothing left but lies so yeah.
1: it, it's all it, it, relative it's
0: always the funniest thing right because i always hear like the devil is the greatest deceiver and all these things right yeah like but he doesn't like he doesn't lie what do you mean he uses the truth in a manipulative way right that's a lie no like so think if like, you saucing me that's that's a lie <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Don't matter, no matter how good the sauce like, is, no, you still get sauce. Think
0: about it, like, right? Like, so when, when Jesus was tempted, right? Right. What he said to Jesus wasn't untrue, other than the part where he was like, you can worship me, I'll give you the world. That's, that was like an out-and-out life. You can't give him anything, but without his permission, right? Yeah. But when he was like, oh, if you're the son of God, you can make the— Like, he could have done those things. Like, if But, he, even, but even, even a question, like, if you're the son of God, you oh, can turn sure. this stone like, into bread he he was questioning it right cuz he yeah. he was he was trying to put the flex on right but
1: intent mattered too though not just what he said his intent oh, was uh, clear
0: no, no i'm 100% yeah. i'm 100% right well, yeah. well, that's what i mean like what he said wasn't untrue like he is the son of god and he could do this yes yeah, possible he so chill. like cuz he was god he could it's possible. He is god he could do it right right like he could have jumped off the temple and the angels would have saved him had he commanded such mm-hmm. right like that that was the reality of it right or a flu. Like, honestly, I mean, the man walked on water. He could have just flown <laughs> around, probably. Like, we don't, we don't really know, right? But, but my point being is, true Superman. Like, this is a Marvel <clears throat> DC battle right here. But my point being is that, like, what he was saying isn't untrue, but what he was using is the truth in a manipulative way, right? So, like, w- when somebody was, like, took the scripture, like, you want to give your best, right? And they took that at the mean, like, uh, like if you're, you're not dressed the best. I see. If you don't dress to the nines on Sunday, like... Yeah, but not everybody has a three piece suit, mm-hmm. and and not everybody. Some some people's best may be that holy pair of jeans and worn out tennis shoes Facts. and T shirt. Like that might be their best. But it
1: wasn't just clothes. I feel like I felt like oh for it, sure. But I was just using a,
0: that as an example. Yeah, like, like, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm just, yeah, like, I'm yeah. Just using an example, like, it
1: turned a lot of people off because like, it was like, why do I have to conform to your to be a cultural Christian? You know, I give an example when I became when I became a believer. I remember my homies, my homies back in high school, they laughed at me because I remember I used to roll around with a group of, like, older cats because I was, like, the youngest there. And all I did was wear, like, suits and ties and but because I had this image in my mind to be Christian, meaning I had to be this. In some ways, in some ways, I sacrificed my own blackness to be a Christian. And I realized, listening to Tim Wise one time, not Tim, it wasn't Tim Wise, it was, um... Tom Skinner, yes, Tom, Pastor Tom Skinner, he was saying that God can redeem your blackness. And and for the long, I was like, wow, that's true. Like, God doesn't, God can take me as I am. He doesn't, he made me this way. So he will, he's, he's going to do the work of removing the bad things I have in my life. And he's going to renew me from the inside out. But I don't have to change my identity from the outside of what I think percept people want of me to me to be quote unquote Christian. And I was like, man, and I honestly, that was one of the reasons for me why I didn't really want to become a believer. Remember, and that, yeah. of don't care, the, the, three, the three don'ts, don't care, don't know, don't believe God exists. My whole thing was that I felt like because of the hypocrisy I saw or because of um, just the, I they had a force to be something I felt like it was in, unnatural to me. And I give the example. I remember when I first came to believe. You know what the first question I asked my pastor? What's up? Can I still listen to Tupac? <laughs> No. Yes. That's is <laughs> yeah, like music, oh, You I want you. <laughs> you want me to take away, dear mama? You want me to take, keep my head up, ambitious of a ride? Are you serious right now? I'm, I remember asking her that. And I'm in. No,
0: Tupac. No, Bob Marley.
1: Man, <laughs> right. But I, I I could put the joint down. You want me to put down Bob? You know, I shot the sheriff. But I remember her answer to me was startling to me. You know what she told me? She told me, "Yes, but in moderation." And basically, she was saying that what you put into you. Is what gonna come out of you if you're constantly feeding your mind ambitions of a rider Amer- to of America most wanted? That's not the temple that's conducive for the Holy Spirit. And for me, I was like, okay, that was helpful for me because for the longest, I felt like I couldn't do or be those things and me to be a Christian. And I had another example. I remember um one of my first spiritual father um Albert Albert and JC. I remember one time JC picked me. No, I would pick me up to go to uh, some church function that was having like 30 minutes away. I walked in the car and I, I just hear I hear hip hop blaring, blaring through his his speakers. I was like, "Yo, I thought you said you was a Christian. How you listening to this music?" And he said, "Nah, young buck, listen to the lyrics." And I'm listening to the lyrics and it's flame. He was a Christian rapper. I was like, "Christian rapper? This corny. Who's who, who's Christian rappers? Like, what is what is this?" Oh,
0: this is
1: not gonna be good. Nah, it was. I thought it was wax. Christian nice rappers the only kind of rap. Right. <laughs> and, but but as I started listening to it, I was like, "Yo, this is dope. Like, this is." This was, a, this was Flames, I think, second album called Rewind. And that album actually helped me a lot to get a better understanding of what Christianity and the faith. But um, but again, it was, it was against my idea of what I thought Christianity was. And the reason why I bring it up, because I wonder if anybody was listening here, if a young believer or somebody is wrestling with their faith, you know, hit us up. Let us let us know why you're contemplating of leaving your, your traditional faith for what your parents gave you, grew up in, and you're thinking about leaving. Um, or your person that's from the outside looking in and say, I want to rock the Jesus thing, but these are some reasons I don't, hit us up at 816-239-0410 or give us a email us at 3bm uh, at D7LP.com. We're curious to hear, man. I I can have stories upon stories of reasons why I don't. I thought was, I didn't want to become a believer, but those are some. You know,
0: like, I want to touch on that for a second, Kevin. Because yeah. what you're saying is so real, but uh, you hear this a lot, right? Like I can't, I can't do this now because I'm saved, right? yeah, right? And it's like, you know, I'm gonna go back to my man Patrick my home, right? But like, mm-hmm. he and I both enjoy a nice Coors Light.
1: Okay. I
0: I like Coors Light. I I've always have. I like the taste of beer. Beer yeah, some just nasty to me, bro. Some people are that way, right? It's so hard. I like I like beer and whiskey. I like I like to drink. Now whiskey. I, I don't like I don't like to get drunk, but I like to drink. So I, can you be a real man drinking cool lights or Miller like Huh? <clears throat> well, I, I think you can cool lights. I do think,
1: you do, do you think the marble man will drink cool lights?
0: You know, it's hard to say because <laughs> it's hard to say. You know, he, he probably drank like uh, no, he he drank like original buzz. <laughs> <that's> called, <laughs> <that's called. laughs> but like, <laughs> but uh, but no, but like. Right, they're like, "Oh, well, you're a Christian now. You can't, you can't, can't have a beer in yeah. there. You, you, you can't drink." But you know what? I I can tell you honestly. I've been a Christian now for a true, true Christian, a true believer in God for fifteen years, and what I've come to realize is that even though I still like to drink, yeah, I don't need to drink, and I don't have as much desire to drink mm-hmm. as I had back when I first got saved. Right. Well, the reason being is that I've grown closer to God. So the, the worldly things that I wanted to do have slowly been eliminated. The flesh right. has died right. in that desire. And so I never I never liked to get drunk, even when I was wilding out and before I was really saved. Like, I never right. liked to get drunk. Right. Ever. I, I don't want to lose control of my faculties like that. I don't uh. want to be in a position where I did, not and that's why I never did drugs, right? But right. But for me, it was like, but I like the taste of alcohol, mm. and so I didn't see anything wrong with with that. Yeah, right. And then, <clears throat> but it would rub me the wrong way, like, oh, I thought you were a Christian. I can't believe you're having a beer. Like,
2: yeah, yeah But I'm like,
0: uh, if I like to have a beer here and there, like, there's nothing wrong with that. Right, like but that. I, and yeah. I don't want to come up and say like, well, even Jesus drank wine, because that's
1: not true. <laughs> that
0: that, that, that ah. I, will, I will I will put a nail in that coffin. Like, yeah, when they talk about wine yeah. it's not the same as what we think of as wine so right it's, not, it's a totally different well jesus don't jump that that's the totally different... first that's the
1: first miracle cuz
0: <laughs> we talk about it's a totally different dynamic there but like really when the bible t- talks about alcohol it talks about drunkenness yes yes and so what it's talking about is access
1: so is it okay to drink to drink a, a cold beer
0: Yes, I, I think that it is okay. It's, yeah, like, Scripture but, said that, Yeah, yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I don't think God's be like, well, sorry, sorry, yeah. Jim, you had a beer, you're not in. <laughs> like I know you were saved, right? You did a lot of good for the kingdom, but for because sure. you had that one Miller's Light, Budweiser, Coors Light, Maddie Light, whatever it is, oh your e. yeah, you're you're done, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're not getting like, in. I di- I, that's not that's not the truth. Like it's not the truth. But oh, East means out way, of eternity. I'll put it this way, and I'm gonna use your wife as an example of this. Yeah. When we went on that float trip a couple years ago, when I go on a float trip, I want to have a couple beers. But I don't know if you want to use
1: the example, but that float trip was horrible, bro. <laughs> I try I try to delete that from my my follicles in my mind though. is...
0: <laughs> man, it was my first time going on a float trip with zero booze. (laughs) (laughs) And I realized, oh. Is that uh, it? This is fun, but it's not as fun. (laughs) You can't be sober going through these float trips. (laughs) Man. But, but but I, and my whole point to that, right, is that your wife had struggled with with alcohol in the past. And Mm -hmm. so, it was known. And so, what we decided as a group of people going down there, for her sake, yeah, not to cause her to stumble or cause her any issue we all said we weren't going to drink yeah I appreciate that, that, that yeah. she, and so would it have been wrong for us to drink on the trip absolutely not mm-hmm. but it was wrong because somebody in the group was struggling with that and yeah. there in and of itself lies a whole different issue so if I'm around yeah. somebody and I know that they're a recovering alcoholic or they're yeah. they have a real issue with this particular thing then I don't get to partake in that yeah. around them
1: you know right? that I, I don't I don't want to miss this point cause I think that's a fantastic point I think that some believers I mean some people who are Christians uh, or who are Christians looking on the outside looking in or people who are who are Christians who are who are, who are, who are leaving the faith right and deconstructing yeah. their faith a part of it is because of these questions that have not been it could be yeah. whether through legalism it could be through church hurt or any abuse that's happening but also too is because One of the reasons why, because people out here want to wow. They want to wow out. For example, you want to know why? Because Zach, Zach, what you just said, you're saying that we have this freedom to drink beer, but we're choosing to not drink this beer because we want to be, we want to show love to people that's in our community. I don't know how many times I've heard believers ask questions of like, how close can we get to the line before we sin? It's not, it's not even about the question of how close we can we get to God. It's like how close we can use our exercise our freedom in Christ until we actually sin. And you know what that does? That pushes you to deconstructing your faith. That pushes you to want to wild out here because you keep craving and, and, and having a desire for those things that it's not going to make. It Go back to the thing my, my my old pastor said. I could. Do I have the freedom to listen to a bishop as a rider? have the freedom to listen Troublesome 96. La, 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 la. I, I, I can do that. But what that's me pushing myself over to that limit of my quote unquote freedom is not pushing me to Christ. So,
0: you know know what's funny about that is music is a great example of this. But like, and I love I love some good old gangster raps. Mm -hmm. I love I love a lot of those old stuff like Brenda, like
1: good old Murder
0: Inc. back in the day, baby. (laughs) But like the reality of it is, is that. One, the older I get, and then two, like the again closer to God I get.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Even when I hear those songs, I'm like, nah. Eh, they don't hit. They don't hit the same. It, that's a little too much. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's a little too much. Like right. Like, and even like, and I like a lot of different kinds of music. But even like country music, even mm-hmm. to a certain degree, like there's songs in there that are like, ah, eh. yeah, that's. The lyric, all of a sudden, you gotta let me know, bro. The same- I feel
1: like I feel like country songs talk about the same thing, bro. My girl, my truck. They all my- talk about the same thing. Music yeah. <laughs> he, got his
0: best.
1: Li- talks about the exact same thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's all, I- like. <laughs> so I heard Lil-, Lil Nas X talk about leaning his bladder and on his track. That's yeah, that's about right on point yeah. to what a country song all, all was saying. Did, all he
0: did was change out yeah. what he was talking about. He just he put some trap beats on it. He was talking about his low rider on rims, right? Right, but.
1: Cheating on Honestly. my baby, you can go and ask. I said, this sounds like,
0: right like a country song. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what's a, what's a, a boots with a fur, right? That's basically talking boost about... Boots with a fur. That, that's, the same, that's the same song talking about the same kind of thing yeah. as uh, I'm Not As Young As I Once Was. Really? <laughs> yeah, so... That's interesting. So, like, not... I mean, they're, they're different. Like, lyrically, they're different. They're their own songs. I'm not trying to, to say that they're the exact same but but I'm saying the concept of the song is the same. I'm yeah. talking about seeing different women and, and perusing and drinking yeah. and doing all these different. It's something things. Something about y'all trucks though. Yeah, it's, yeah. Oh, always go yeah. back to some trucks. Yeah, because that's what women like trucks. <laughs> <laughs> right. can't, can't It's undeniable. Oh, you know what? You
1: know, you know what country <laughs> song is? I listened to this month of the days uh, was um that um that Tennessee whiskey. What, what's my um, name yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. That Tennessee song, Wh- raw. I ain't going. I don't care what y'all say. <laughs> yeah. That song, they be hitting. <laughs> yeah. I, I I heard I heard a cover of. Yeah. Who sung a cover of it? I think it was um, um Camel um Kamal who who did the cover of Tennessee Whiskey. I thought it was his song that was so raw, and I realized it was some Staples guy who did it. Well, I don't know his name. Chris, Chris Staples. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, that, that song be hitting.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny about that too is like, and here's a perfect example of that of of country music. So you have a right. guy like uh, Blake Shelton that does all things that he does in the media sense. And is that it, is that the guy that did that song with Nelly back in the day? Uh no. Uh. Okay. Um, I know that. He, he wrote he he sung a song you may not have heard this one Kevin but he wrote he sung the song some beach right some beach okay and he uses beach as a as a replacement for another b word ah oh, he talks man. about like somebody taking his parking space and doing all these different things right man and he's like and and the chorus is like some beach somewhere right and he mm-hmm. goes on right yeah but then flash forward gosh 20 years from that song coming out mm-hmm. and he comes out with the song God's Country God's <laughs> Country right and it's like all, all about God and right. the country and patriotism and yeah. this and that and like totally one is like I'm in my sandals I'm at the beach I'm having a, drinks and I'm wilding out and right. doing my thing and yeah. F people and I don't care about nobody right and another one is like i staying firm for this country and, and for God God patriotism mm-hmm. and, and it was like it's so Come take the take come take him minute It's literally, if you if you were to listen to those two songs back to back, nine day. Like, is that the same person? Let me have a question.
1: <laughs> on that note, because I think music is powerful. You know when you say that, you know what comes to my mind? Is Elvis. Yeah. Like, because I know another good example. Like as far as and you know, you you say you watched the Elvis movie. I haven't seen it. Yeah. But I can like those talk about the dichotomy between he has that baby come here hear me grab my grind and to Ferrazy. he he's talking about I don't know if that's a real song, but <laughs> <laughs> when it's talking Elvis track or I don't know it sounded right <laughs> <laughs> and then he got so talking about God like he even, I think not even want to grab me of a Christian album at some point oh, yeah. like talk about that dichotomy as far as
0: like uh, there's a lot of musicians that, that, that started out as gospel singers first yeah that's true and then they've like there's no money in this I'm gonna go right <laughs> <It's like, laughs> Like, Christians making money as, like, as
1: singers is a new yeah. thing. Like, was it Miley Cyrus at the same? Who, who was the one oh, that went man. that Miley went, Cyrus
0: b- got famous because of Disney, like.
1: No, no, it's it, it's one of them that got famous like that, bro.
0: Uh, I think her dad, Billy Ray Cyrus, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got famous because he was. Was a, a
1: Christina yeah. a Grande or Hyundai? I don't know. One of them, one of them like that got famous.
0: Well, uh, uh, Britney, uh, not Britney Spears. Uh, Britney Spears. I think Christina Aguilera. I don't know. One of them. But, anyway, but, but but talk about that
1: dichotomy, like, the far as Elvis of, like, let's say back in that day, right? I'm talking about like people see have a perception of what Christianity is how do you think Christians back then looked at Elvis like in the movie because you seen the movie yeah. of like this guy is talking about this now he's talking about that and how those two things he, don't seem he was inc- a polarizing congruent was a figure right they, yeah. they
0: hated him because mm. society as a whole was like oh like we don't have music like this which yeah. is funny because like Elvis was one person singing blues right, at a time of like that the, the, the time uh-huh. of like the pop revolution in the country of like yeah. do what was going off and yeah, all this other stuff they, they didn't want to have none of that they, right. they were like they went from like we didn't even have s- lyrics in our songs it was just <laughs> you just had tunes. instruments and, yeah. and now we're like y'all not only want to put words to it right but they're like these are their parents listen to Fra- frank sinatra and yeah right and, and those those things and like they had a more of a like i just a completely different vibe yeah right or uh Somebody was joking with me the other day because I'll listen to Sea Shanties, right? Like Oh,
1: Sea Shanties, yeah. And I'm
0: like, yeah, but like that's like the purest yeah. lyrical form out there in the facet of like, those are songs that like 1,000 years old. This is what they're singing on ships. I ain't going to cap. Yeah, I, like, I was, they didn't have no instruments to play. This is what they had to do to keep keep themselves bro, alive, bro. sailing across the ocean. I was, for like cli- six I was months. clowning
1: when you, I walked, you listened listen to them sea shanties. But afterwards, I was like, no, what this been listening to? And as I keep walking, I was like, they hit different. Hold on, <laughs> 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 he, but he got a little bop to it. I was yeah. like, hey, you got to turn a little over, a little persuasive. But I think music is so powerful because yeah, it's it like, is. and that's why, k love yeah.
0: tells you to do that thirty day challenge, right? Mm. That's why they. They do it because they shout know. out shout out to K Love, you
1: know, doing the thirty day challenge. Like for in sure. That
0: facet. And if you actually do it, and I would encourage you to do it.
1: Yes. And, 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 re, and not to cut you off, and not to let you continue. The reason why I think is that that's powerful because that's how my wife became a believer. Well, that's how she introduced to the gospel. She yeah. was she was in Iowa, in the middle of nowhere because nobody lives in Iowa. But anyhow. Um, Shout out to my Iowans out there. I just don't know if where you guys are on the I'm map. Sorry for you. Yes, I don't. <laughs> but um, but yeah, but but she 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 listened to k Love. She was you know she was working for Moss Santos, and they they said do do the thirty day challenge, and she was kind of similar to you in the, in the in the aspect of she grew up in the church, but kind of veered off a little bit afterwards you know that deconstructionism in a sense and yeah. she she took a 30 day challenge but go ahead you want to do a plug for K-Love
0: no just yeah so like that 30 day challenge and, and it doesn't have to be K-Love any Christian music it don't matter what, mm-hmm. what, what it is maybe you don't like all the contemporary songs that they play on K-Love or whatever <clears throat> so so find find some Christian music that you want but listen to it for 30 days and that's all the only music that you admire mm. for 30 days putting a spirit and, yeah. and see how much different you feel so like, yeah. and I'll put it to you like this: If you go listen to "Amazing Grace," yeah. okay, by whomever artist, you can find it. Almost every artist has a version of "Amazing Grace" out there. Yeah, go listen to that, and then go listen to "Let the Bodies Hit the Floor." Okay, <laughs> it's a different vibe that you're gonna be feeling. <laughs> I, I wasn't Amazing expecting Grace, that. You're probably gonna cry. Yeah. You're probably gonna be feeling like, "Oh man, like, woe is me, and I've done so bad, and yeah. I, I feel guilty, and, and this that." You. With the bodies at the floor, and you're gonna be like, You know what? I'm gonna fight somebody. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm angry, like, right, right. Uh, and no, you and know what? It I realize because I, I listen, and when I say I listen to everything, I listen to death metal, I listen to nah, that's sea shanties. I listen and not, I can do sea shanty like, that death says, metal not, stuff. Not every song is, is good, death metal not, they be screaming like crazy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. I don't know what they say. I like, swear. you're Listen to that, that's, that's yeah, evil, that's
0: right? that's evil. I don't know what it is. It just <laughs> sounds demonic, bro. But, but that's funny because there's Christian death metal bands. How? But, but that. What in the haberdashery is like, shrie- Heboglobin going on here? But I'm telling you, like, so when I like I'm a true connoisseur of music. I don't care, like, it, any song can sound good. Yeah. If it sounds good, like. But how can it that song what, sounds good though? I'm not saying all of them. I'm not like a big death metal fan. It, but like there's song Bro, here and it's there. It's called death metal. <laughs> <laughs> Cause it'll make you go deaf. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's probably
1: the so they played it when you was a six years old. They they came with the with the demons down there that made you want to go to go to heaven right to hell.
0: You know what's yeah. funny? I'd actually until I moved to Kansas City, I'd never really listen to like rock like that really at all. And then when I grew up, I, I came out here, and God, I grew up listening to hip hop and country, bro. Like right. even as like you know, that's a little bit of, like a little bit of Latin persuasion, but I didn't really hear like. And, I, and techno and stuff like I like I listen to city music that's what, I, yeah. what they listen to in the city true. that's what I listen to true when, it, when I moved out here they were big on oh, rock mm. rock fest and that whole nines that's out here yeah and so I got exposed to a whole different and like and I'm not <clears> a big like all their music but some of it and at that time I'm
1: a google you said Christian death
0: metal groups oh yeah um, uh, give, give a quick little plug out to our guy in Costa Rica he he has a whole um podcast or not podcast. He has a whole website dedicated to this.
1: Okay, shout him uh, out, because yeah. I I don't I don't know Give if this is true a or not. To find, find this, this might be fake news you're talking about. Christian Death Metal Group. Give
0: me a second to find him. His name is Jacob Folk. And he has a a podcast or not podcast. He has a website where he reviews Christian heavy metal, death metal, wow music. And and, and so yeah, you should Wow. I had no idea. Go out there and look him up. I can't find his website. I'll top. I'll plug it in some other time. But yeah. But yeah. I mean, it, it's out there. So there's there's Christian music. Well, my right. whole point is Christian music of every kind, right. for Every taste.
1: And, re- and the and the reason why I break up Christian music, like not Christian music, just music in general, because music shapes our worldview in so many different ways, bro. Like 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 I mentioned earlier, far as the music I would listen to, how it really shaped and honed my perspective of God, and some of the and some of the things, some of the questions I had that I heard from the music that kind of kept me away from Christianity, it was like one question that always rang in my head was that why Jesus over everything else? Why Jesus over Muhammad? Why Jesus over Buddha? Why Jesus over, um, you know, Dalai Lama or whomever you could put in there, you know, and um, that's something I heard a lot in the music that I heard growing up that really had an influence on me. And that kind of kept me away from even being a Christian because, like, as long as I could be a good person and not, Kill nobody or be moral and do whatever. Like I'm good, you know. It's like basically, I, basically I said I, the worst of the worst was the atheist who was out there cursing God. That was my depiction of uh, the person that's going to be going and going to hell. Listen to death metal music. That's those are people that I was thinking that was going to get it. But for me, I thought I was good, you know, until somebody told me, no, you got beef for God, and that the sins that you committed that when you when you get to when you die you gonna have to stand account for what you have done and that's even down to the minutiae things in thoughts words and actions and i was like yo that that's not what i thought as long as i wasn't as atheist, i hear wilding about god like stephen hawkins or whatever i'm good but that was a question for me that kind of kept me to not want to be a believer it was the fact of like why jesus over this or over that um obviously you know now that i'm a believer at me answering that question was something that was really pivotal for me that god you know, um, show me and in my heart. But for you, like what, what was that turning point for you far as you was in a church, your faith kind of was deconstructed. I know you said so you went into the military and you was exploring different things When you came out of the military. You
0: don't know, saw so what I'll, I'll touch on that. Okay? So like I reconnected with God in the military, but then I was kind of like on point. Right. And I moved back home to Atlanta and I felt called mm-hmm. to, to seminary and to, potentially the pastor and I wasn't really sure and I started going to my family in this and, and asking questions and I had little to no support in that and then I was like it's not something I really want to do what ministry yeah I just was like eh, I don't want to do full-time ministry like I don't want to be a pastor like all this so like, I was probably not gonna do it and so I just kind of like stagnated my faith in that moment so like I had reconnected and then I just kind of fell away in that moment mm-hmm. and then that all culminated I got married my mom died I moved back to Kansas City my my mom had passed away,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and when she passed away, I was dating this girl at the time, and I kind of freaked out in like a mental moment of like, and I was just like needed to grasp on to something. Anything. I
1: see you you pulled you pulled the Isaac yeah. when when Sarah died you needed that Rebecca to come for you yeah, yeah. so I
0: so I just married her yeah and. And I always thought, well, we were we dated for a year, and then we had a year long engagement before we got married. Yeah, and there was all kinds of signs we shouldn't have got married in the first place, and and so on. But we did it anyways, and then I I've grew up in the church and and everything, but I'm like, you don't get divorced; it's not something you do. Gotcha. So like, it was pretty clear within weeks of being married that like weeks it was a bad idea. Man, right? and we were married for five years, and then <clears throat> come to find out. She cheated on me through that whole time. She was not a believer. See, those, that was one issue
2: mm-hmm.
0: is that once she grew up Catholic and then not really practicing even Catholic, mm-hmm. and she, like, knew of God but didn't really care. Got gotcha. you. And then we started going back to church together. If I realized, like, uh, we had, like, a pregnancy scare, and I was like, well, yeah. you know, if we're going to have kids, like, I want them to grow up in the church and, like, have that community support. But, but, and, but I'm saying, like, like what, how, so, how did
1: you get to that point where you wanted to... Uh, have, if you did have a kid that you want to grow up in church like how did you get to that point from where you was your faith was kind of deconstructed yeah, after so you for left me,
0: for me it was like
1: was it a serious event or was it like, like a, a catalyst it was just okay. like
0: a thing like I, I was like well I want my kids to have good moral values right so I was okay. like I know the church has for all their faults is good moral values so, okay. so I was like I want I want that for my kids so I wanted them to grow up and, and have those experiences and those kind of things yeah. maybe do better than me yeah. Right. And so, like, maybe, and at and the time I'm drinking and doing my thing, whatever yeah. kind of deal. So I'm like, eh, you know, kind of pawing my kids off on somebody else in the church, <laughs> let them raise them better than me. Yeah. Right? Though, Like, I don't know if that's really what I was thinking, but in I, a, see. A, in a, I in the scope of that, perhaps that was a thought that ran through my head. And so, through that process, I revisited the facet of going back and pursuing my seminary Ah, I see degree and all those things, and that's actually how we became friends. Is how we met. Oh, I see the
1: timeline. Yeah, and
0: now, and then, so I do that, and then in that, and I, I, quit my job. I was literally working at a casino, and I was like, "Well, I can't work at a casino and go to seminary. It's not a good, good look, and all this and." My church had an opening as a janitor. Yeah. If I took that position on. I was like, "Well, I just be the lowest of the low." You know, I was trying to humble myself and do all these different things.
1: Do you mean, let me ask you on that in that perspective. Do you think that was necessary for you to do that in that to quit your casino job and to go work the janitor?
0: So, in the casino aspect, spinning the tables, co- spinning the bowls. Because what I was doing at the casino would have been would have been a conflict. Okay. Of, of my of my spiritual life. Okay. Like. I was living two two sides of a coin, like
2: uh, I got you.
0: Like you can't really go there and and like yeah, I'm cool with you <clears throat> doing wilding out and gambling the way you're gambling. Again, I'm not gonna say gambling inherently is wrong. Okay. If you like, I I still enjoy going to the casino now. Like I don't go and spend money I can't lose in the sense of like mm-hmm. for me, like going to the casino is like going to the arcade how I look at it. I got go you. to the arcade, and I will go to Dave and Buster's. I spend forty dollars. I spend forty dollars. Yeah. The only difference is if I go to the casino, I spend forty dollars. I might come out with eighty dollars,
2: mm-hmm.
0: or I lose forty dollars. But either way, it's the same difference. Okay. You know that's how I look at it. So my mind frame is not. I'm not going there. I need to strike it rich, or I'm any of that. I'm just going to have a have a good time and. I got you. What, what have you? So there's nothing wrong with that. Now same same premise as we talked about drinking earlier. Like I'm not gonna invite somebody that has a gambling problem to come with me, right? Right. Oh, you used to have you used to you sold your house and, and lost right. everything in the casino. Right. You should go sometime. Like that'd be fun. Like no, right. You don't do that.
1: But I see what you're saying. It's like, it's like so, doing that through that process, you was able to rekindle your faith and, and so yeah. So
0: I, I was kind of rekindling my my faith and my love for God, and then then what happened, as you well know, Kevin, is I go I go to calvary mm-hmm. and i'm accepted into calvary and before class starts my wife comes and says you know what i want to divorce and mm-hmm. and i tell her i'm not going to do that i can't yeah. do that and yeah. she says well i've been cheating on you for the entire time that we've known each other uh, this is how it is and and i had yeah. said before that this is the only way i would divorce her and so i thought that was suspicious and we went to see a counselor and yeah and he kind of called her out on it too and yeah and ultimately then, long me- story short is she she left and yeah. and through that i really deconstructed my faith before like i was that's, just that that's fleeing from god that's I, the question my faith wasn't deconstructed before that yeah i was i was fleeing from god so i was i was fleeing from my calling my purpose yeah and so i wasn't i wouldn't step foot in church because the second i did i felt convicted so i was like i can't yeah can't do it so
1: you say after that because
0: that's I, when i really deconstructed my faith truly Because i was like you know what this is what christians are do i really want to be a christian yeah like this is who they are. They're a bunch of hypocrites. Yeah. They rallied around her, even though she's the one that cheated. Yeah, that's I right. got kicked out of the church. I lost my job. I lost everything that I had going on. Mm. Everything went sideways for me mm. and no one was there for me in that moment. You were there and a couple other guys, but it was like mm. like for me it was like, you know what, F Christianity. Like I don't want I don't want that. Like mm-hmm. You know what? I'm what, what, not gonna be a part of that machine, basically what I I said. Yeah. I'm just, I have nothing to like... I never I never renounced my faith. I never said, like, uh, I don't believe in... Don't believe in God anymore or anything crazy like that. Yeah. I'm not an idiot. I didn't say <laughs>
1: <laughs> No, but I, I think what you said, I think a lot of people have gotten to that point as far as pain in their life. Yeah. Like, like you know, like death in the family, or because people say that divorce is sometimes akin to a death. You know, like, those type of real-life, like, struggles, yeah. people look in and say, God, if you're real... Why X Y Z is happening to me? How can you allow this? How can you allow those people who claim to be your believers or be your people to treat me like this, as if I'm not worthy of love or worthy of acceptance and understanding? Like, yeah. how, how's that the case? You know. So and then God's like,
0: read Job. Read Job. Have all your answers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know. But also, but also like on on that note, I, I wanted to add on one. One, I just, I just amazing to see where you are now. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if you remember on your second marriage, I remember telling you the day of your marriage, like, hey man, it's the difference a year it makes. <laughs> <laughs> Remember a year ago, bro? Yeah. We've made it. Yeah, man. She's lost to the streets, but um, but also it's, it's it's the fact of like. But I'm thinking like. But yeah. no, but like going back to Job, like what what did Job say that was so profound? He said in, in the beginning, he said what he said: the Lord giveth, and the Lord taketh away. And it's that perspective of us understanding the reality of life is not going to be. The Bible never says that if you become a Christian, that life is going to be comfort. It's going to be comfort all the way, pain free, don't, suffering free.
0: Don't read Job and only highlight the fact that he had everything. Yes. Lost everything, and then because of that suffering, he got even more than he had before. Because yeah, what what that story is highlighting is that is your heavenly life. That you, we will attain more in heaven than we're gonna have here. So no, facts. You may not have a mansion here. You may not have mm-hmm. a Rolls Royce. Right. You may not be the next Patrick Mahomes or LeBron James mm-hmm. or uh, I can't, I don't know any good baseball people, so I'm going to go way back and go like Tom Glavis, Chipper Jones, you know, those uh, those Roger guys. Clemens. Roger Clemens, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know.
1: Ken Jeffrey Jr. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. And Singer. Yeah, like you're not, you're not going to, you may not be those guys, right? And that's okay, like that we're not all gonna be those people. Right? Yeah. Yeah. We're not all gonna be Billy Graham either. We're all not gonna be uh the first missionary that went out and, and told we're not all gonna be Spurgeon. Okay. We're not right. all like, right. that's just not that's not how it is. Like But
1: but we all we all have in your space. exactly in your sphere of influence. And um and that so yeah, and that's one of the main reasons of the podcast was to help Men to find a purpose and calling, so that we wanted to have this. We, we're bringing this to a raps, but we wanted to have this conversation because we know it's a lot of people out there who don't want anything to do with Christianity for various reasons. And yeah. and and honestly, like just to share with you guys, we had those points in our lives, then we didn't want to deal with Christianity. Yeah. But but what made us be Christians or remain Christians? Not necessarily the religion of Christianity was Christ Himself and what He did. As far exceed anybody else have done, and he's continued to do, and that and that is that is the center. You know, Christian is to be Christ like, and so it's it's like it's like the old adage. You know, you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. You know, if the bathwater is corrupt, or the bathwater is dirty, it doesn't mean the baby necessarily is going to be dirty forever. And we know Christ is pure; he's not dirty. And not only that, he came down and he lived a life that we should have lived, and died a death that we could not pay on our behalf. And as we in him. We could have the ability to live this life in the future that Gene said has is far much greater, greater or better than what we have now. And, um, and, and, you know, and I got
0: to capitalize on that real quick, yeah. Kevin, before we close out. But yeah. think of that: Christ came as God on Earth to live as man, yeah, to fix the system from the inside,
1: not from yeah, from the inside out.
0: Because not that He couldn't do it from the outside, true facts, but because it was necessary to do it from the inside. Yes, and that's how you affect change.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When it was God on the outside, the, the mentality was he's God and he's perfect and well, I'm not that, so right. just do what I do. Once he came in the flesh, it was like, all right, he went through the temptations. Yep. He went through all the same struggles that we went through. He was spit on. He was kicked. He was demoralized. He was right. beat up. He was whipped. He was stripped. He was put on a cross. Went through it all. He took all that for us.
1: By, by the same people who the week prior to that was singing, Hosanna, Hosanna, yeah. King, King of the... Like, they was praising this man, and the next week they yeah. crucifying this man, yeah. you know, and... in the
0: script real quick.
1: Oh, real quick, you know, real quick, and, and all for self-interest, so... so it's, that, that's my call. It's like, real. Don't,
0: don't be a Pharisee. Don't be that guy. Yeah. Don't don't say, oh, well, the church is this, so I'm going to do this. Facts. Affect the change. Be the change. Be the change.
1: You know, and I agree, and I agree, and and. And um, definitely hit us up, man, on uh we love to hear what's your reasons why you're neglecting to be a Christian or what was the reason why you chose not to be a Christian anymore. Yeah. Why, um, why are you doubting God? No, why are you doubting God for sure? Hit us up at 816-239-0410 or email us at three bm at d7lp.com. You know, we'd love to hear your thoughts. Um, you know, chop it up with you guys. You know, to have that the discussion or dialogue that we need as men, because let's be real. We have to walk in our purpose and calling on earth. We have to be connected to the source, which is God. So um, we're just going to close out here with a a prayer. Um, Again, hit us up at 816-239-0410 or email us at 3bm at d7lp.com. Jay, you want to close out in prayer?
0: Yeah, Father God, we we just love you. Oh God, we just really do. We appreciate that you loved us first. Father, we recognize that through no action of our own, through no device that we have come up with you chose you chose to create us you chose to love us you chose to honor us and to save us oh lord that at any time the experiment of humanity could have been ended and you could have washed the world away you know even even in the time of the flood you chose to save and elect few so father we just thank you so much for everything that you've done throughout our history throughout our present and that you will do in our future oh lord We ask that you just be with us all through the many strifes and struggles that we're going through. That we can turn to you, lean in to you, O Lord, in these times of great need. And that we'll continue to keep our eyes upon you, O Lord. And that those of us that are here on this earth that are needing help and struggle, that you will open our eyes to see the brothers and sisters around us. That we'll reach out to them in our times of need, that they can prop us up and keep our eyes on your glory. We ask all these things in your name. Grace and peace.